Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, we love you, Australia. Look, I'm just going to say this. If either of you ever move to Australia, I am out as far as scheduling these kind of calls because that... Oh, come on. annoying. It's fine. Why did I jump in on? Cannot... It's fine. And no, don't know. Scheduling calls, people who live in Australia, is like, is not cool. Like the opposite of, of cool. And but Australia is so cool. I mean, well, like, it's kind of hot. Okay, it doesn't get very hot. I was there in the winter, so like, I can't speak to the heat. The, yeah. Which, it is, it does get real hot, and I don't like hot. So they also have about a million murder things that live on or near the ground. <clears throat> you know, I saw none of them because you were. It was fine you were there during the winter where they're all hiding. Well, yeah, but like I don't. I was still I there like for you. like a long yeah. time. <laughs> oh, dear! <laughs> I was there. It was great. <laughs> Hello, Australians. Hello. What's going? <laughs> I don't know. They might ask that question. Well, while I find I out this latest information, uh, how's it going? There you go. While Colin gets us an update for our listener stats, uh, what's going on? <laughs> don't share that on air. No. We don't want to shame anybody who's no, not listening. Right. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I need to, to I'm going to start out with an update. Okay. A content update <clears throat> from a couple weeks ago, right? When we were talking about roller skating. Yes. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I believe Wobbly Wheels is what the episode's called. Came out this week, right? I was listening to that. Um, this is another indication. This is another one of those times where, like, <clears throat> I guess it was just on my mind. And that one internet rule that I can't remember came into effect. Plus, like, Google must have heard me. Right? Because I have discovered that at least the inline skating community uh, online is it's doing well, right? It's alive. Yeah. It's around, yeah. <clears throat> right? And so I've like YouTube, uh, YouTube, like all of a sudden, <clears throat> I don't know if it's because I was looking at that web page about roller skating, <laughs> oh, right? No. But like, I got all these like inline skate been infected, <laughs> like <laughs> video recommendations. <clears throat> uh, and so, obviously, I watched them. So, like, <laughs> I did not know. I was I was edu- I've been educating myself this week on skates and skating. Uh, much more to it than when I was a kid, right? I just was like, "Hey, those are skates." No, 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 no. Many different types of skates. Many different components of skating. Right styles, good for different disciplines of skating. Who knew? Not me. That too. So, <laughs> apologize to all the skating enthusiasts who are out there listening, like screaming at their uh, speakers, like "What an idiot!" So, I'm, all right, all right, I've done some homework. I know now. <clears throat> it's pretty addicting watching some of these videos. Like, there's dudes that just like free skate through like city environments, which is super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
like freestyle inline skating. They're just like skating around the city. Like it's really, it's just really enjoyable to watch this. <laughs> There's a couple channels that do that. There's some guys that like are like downhill, right? They're like hill bombing, but on inline skates, <laughs> which is, it's one of the more terrifying things uh, <clears throat> I've ever seen. I'm out on that one. <clears throat> like people that do like speed skating, right? Like it's just all about like how fast can I skate? Like in a strip, right? It's, yeah. It's pretty awesome. So like I may have to buy some skates. I don't know. Don't quote me on that one, but like I'm trying <laughs> to break some stuff. It's fine. It's fine. So I'll buy a helmet too. It's okay. Uh, we're gonna, I'm old now. I need a helmet, right? I don't want to. <laughs> it's fine. I don't. It's okay. I'm old now, so I probably do need a helmet, right? That'd be mm-hmm. a good idea for when an I, elbow pad, but maybe a knee brace, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> a little wrist guard so I don't turn. I don't go all Colin mode, right? But and that'd be guards. Yeah, but some of those watching some of those people skate it looks like super fun. So like, man, I could go to the park. And just skate. Would I? I don't know if I would, no. but I could. Like I, <laughs> I sat right by the door and go. You it's know what? Fe- it's feasible. Could do that. I could do. It's one of those things. Like, oh, I could totally do that. Would I do it though? Hard to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in theory, it sounds like a great idea, right? But I don't know if would I put that idea into practice. Great ideas, you know, really the direction I. It's a great idea. I don't know what you're talking about. You have had had an idea. Very good. Our park has got like this big, giant, like flat area, and the road goes in like a track. It's like a circle. You could just like skate around through there. You could skate on a little pathway. It'd be cool. There's that one monster hill. So when I watch too many of those hill bombing videos, it'd be like, yo, I got this. It's fine. Whoa. And we don't tell Susan about it. Yeah, don't. And then we just like go down. The- <laughs> she would murder me if I did that. She would just end me before. <laughs> At least you have some entertainment. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Looking at my road rash. Oh, man. Look at. No. It's okay. I saw. I have a leather jacket right here somewhere. I get it's fine. Yeah, I'll wear need that. To do, get some inline skates where your leather like X game style. Just <laughs> yeah, great. Oh. Can tell the so yeah. I've been doing internet research into the world of inline and just quad roller skating. That is also still a thing. All right, people do that. So there you go. There's the content update, ladies and gentlemen. Before we start. <laughs> Skating update. I will update you further if and when I decide to buy some roller skates. So don't look for that update anytime soon. But look at- don't mind me as I text Susan and let her let her let her know. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Man, that summer boredom is really hitting you hard this year. It's like, man, yeah, you know, <laughs> she's back at work. Shana's been at work and at summer school, so I've been sitting all by myself. So I'm like wandering around in a malaise. <laughs> what am I? Yeah, no. yeah. Looking at watching skating videos. Pretty great. Nice. So, like, because <laughs> all, of course, <clears throat> the progression went like I got on this inline skate thing, right? And then that that led to some like downhill longboarding. Oh, those are like skateboarding. Okay, those are cool. I like. Yo, 
Holy cow. <laughs> also, never doing that. Okay, like, never. Like, I'm out. Those dudes, no. <laughs> those dudes are going so fast. No. No way. <laughs> those remind me, you mentioned of the inline, the skaters going through city streets. It reminds me whenever I was um, looking at people who who rode uh, single speed, uh, fixie, you know, fixies, uh, yeah. through San Francisco hills. Just blitzing. Oh yeah, those videos are crazy too. Sliding around the corners and going in between traffic. And I was like, oh yeah. Is- I wonder how low gear you have to have on your back hog to hit some of those hills in San Francisco. Well, like, like how big is that was- thing? Like, because like on the track, that back gear is like 15, 14, yeah. right? But for like <laughs> some of those monster hills, like nineteen, please. Like you know, they- <laughs> Right, twenty five. <laughs> it's bigger than your front chain ring. It's like it's forty. <laughs> the thing. Yeah. No, a lot of those guys just kept them at a nineteen, or you know, maybe they go up to twenty one, and you just see them Beefy. literally standing up, not moving, going up like, the hill. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd be take a very, very serpentine path up the hill. That's many, true. Many, many, many switchbacks. See, I think that's also where this came because I also watch some of those, but it's the guy who does it in New York, right? There's a guy that does it in New York, uh, and I watch those videos a lot because they're like simultaneously relaxing and like anxiety inducing. It's really weird. Like, especially the ones where he does where he's following people. Right. So he'll have like the camera like on his chest or his helmet or whatever. And he's like following somebody else that's riding a track yeah. bike through Manhattan. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like so cool to watch. And also like, ah, no. <laughs> Scary. So those are yeah. fun. Yes. So I've been watching <clears throat> wheeled things with wheels this week. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I've been looking at things with wheels on the that internet. Sounds like a. A, a music album Noah would be listening to on Amazon these days. Yes. He listens to so Things many. With wheel. The world of construction equipment themed music and songs is a lot more varied than I originally anticipated. Um, I was not expecting that to be a category. <laughs> well, no, they'll sing like a song about the dump truck. And the song about the excavator, song about the bulldozer, and many of them will have like the sound of one operating in the background, or like on site at a construction site. Oh, nice! Singing, yeah, it's pretty cool. There we go. <laughs> he, he likes them a lot. There we go. <laughs> That's all he all literally all he listens to on, on uh, for music. That's hilarious. He loves it. It's just gonna next. It's just gonna be like sounds of the construction site, just yeah, like cameras. you know, there's like ambient music tracks, but it's just like a bulldozer Yes, yeah, perfect. The one the other day, we were I had I connected the phone to the car and I was flipping through some music, and it got to one, and he was like, "This is my favorite," and it was I think it was literally just a song that was like about a dump truck and the guy was just kind of like mod, like not really singing but like beak singing I don't know I forget what it's called but <clears throat> where it was just about like what a dump truck does on the construction site <laughs> I was like 
well, there you go. Like, <laughs> there you go. He was so Got to get him to watch that. What's that? That uh, that old Discovery show that like mega movers. Yeah. Right. Where you just like, they have the, then they just like those big trucks and loaders and stuff. And they move like really massive objects, like houses and the space shuttle and all that stuff. Right. You guys want to start watching those, those random shows. <laughs> Where there's like those those quarry dump dump trucks that are like seventy million feet tall, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what those exactly are called, but they're just like they're like a dump truck, but they're enormous. Yes, no, uh, <laughs> right? Yep. Like the one at the end of that Jackie Chan movie where he drives it through the house. Remember yes. that one? Where it's like, uh, yeah, good- <laughs> yeah. What are the man? There's a category of them. Um, that I just am trying to remember what these are called. Uh, Super big things. I think the yeah they're made they're made by a couple different ones. <coughs> There's like Terex and um, the Caterpillar one is like the seven thousands. So anyway, I only know this because obviously, we obviously. Like no reason. Um, so Clearly, <laughs> okay, world's largest dump truck. Yes. Yes. But yeah, just a bunch of shows with that. You just sit oh, there. Yeah. No, I've been trying to find the old versions of how it's made because I would, oh. I, would I I just need to put those on loop. <laughs> I was I, I love was, that I was show. just thinking about like the the history channel like the modern marvels and like how it oh, happened, that like show. how it's made and stuff like that. Like that's what I was thinking of. Yo, Modern Marvels, underrated TV show. You're right, Aaron. I don't they took it off because clearly I guess it was under rating, but like I was really a few years ago, they, they used to have two history channels, right? They had the history channel and then had like H2, mm-hmm. whatever <clears throat> uh, that like the history channel was where they had all their like, you know, dumb shows like aliens built the pyramids, all that garbage. But then like on the his, the second channel, it was just all, it was like, they would have like the modern Marvel's like marathons. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, we just like watch this. <laughs> the the one about like I like the ones about tools, mm-hmm. right? I don't know why. <clears throat> I'm not like a tooly guy, but yeah, just like oh, this is like the history of hammers. You're like, yes, yes, let's watch that. Or like axes. Like, okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> well, <'cause then> they <laughs> would, I was gonna watch this. Then they would do things of like. They wouldn't just, yeah, they'd be like the, the, the 10 tools that changed the West or, you know, things like that. Where they kind of Oh, yeah, those ones are good, too. But it's one of those things where, like, to tie it back to the roller skating thing, right? Like, you know, you're like, oh, it's an axe. Or like, oh, it's just an inline skate. <laughs> Apparently, no. There's like 7 billion different types of inline skates that are good at certain things. Axes are the same way, right? It's one of those things where you like, once you get into it, there's like a weird typology of like all these different things. And they're like, some axes are only good for like this one job. You have all these like specialty tools and stuff like that. It's very, that's that, that rabbit hole I find extremely interesting. And I fall into it like really hard with certain subjects. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh yes, let me, let's, uh, let's, let's let us hear about the 7,000 different types of hammer. I'm interested in that. Um, let's, let's go for it. Like, <laughs> Like I will fall into that, like so hard. 
for whatever it is. If if the thing grabs my interest, I'm that's where I'm going. I'm like, tell me, tell me about all the different types. That's why I watched all those skate videos. It's like, okay, that's an aggressive inline skate. That's a freestyle skate. That's a speed skate. That's a this one. <laughs> like these have different wheel sizes. The rails are different. The boot construction is different on this one. It's like, boom. I'm like, see, this is what happens. <laughs> I fall like real hard. So it's <laughs> which means like a lot of those hobbies like I can't get into because it'd be like, yeah, I need seven pairs of roller skates. Obviously, that's what it means. <laughs> right. Well, because yeah, because you'd be like, well, I can't. There's no. I don't want to get an all rounder because what if I really need to get into cornering all of a sudden? Or that's true. Maybe going super fast. <clears throat> Although generally the all rounder is the good, that's a good entry point. Well, yeah. And then like, based on what you notice, you go, Oh, I need one that's better at this thing. Oh, look, it exists. And it's right here. This is why I have so many guitars, right? Like some of them like are good for some things. Like this one is good for certain things. This one's good for other stuff, right? Like they have different sound characteristics. So like I'm susceptible to this (laughs) behavior. <laughs> it's all right. It's it's my curse. It's fine. It's okay. Mine makes it fun, though. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, I like I do that a lot. So that's yeah, it's really interesting. I like those shows a lot. Those were really fun. Those like, there's another one. I like the How It's Made one. Yeah. <laughs> but the Modern Marvel ones were cool too. I had forgotten about that one. I'll have to see if I can find some. I too until Aaron brought up. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron for the win. Yes. Uh, update. Um, no listeners in Australia. Oh. Dang it! Right. I have to work on that market. Okay. What, we'll get that. Things, what kind of things are going to help us break into the Australian market? Uh, I don't know. They probably don't like us because we made fun of them for losing to emus. Um. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's disgusting. Their, their horrendous loss to the, the war. That's fine. It's okay. That's all right. We we still love them. <clears throat> Not sure if it's certificated. Can recommend. Can can recommend. Yeah, exactly. See? Visiting. Can recommend visiting. That's why I was in the middle of drinking water. That's why I got stuck there. I wasn't visiting. <laughs> Whatever. I can also recommend listening to that episode of the Oh Brother podcast, available wherever you What was the name of that? Was that just Emu Wars? That was Emu Wars. Oh. Uh, maybe, yes. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one that shut it down. They're like, nope, Never mind. not this one. And they erased the history of, or of uh, everything. Emu. It's true. No, it's fine. I love Australia. I I own a didgeridoo. It's right here. Hello. <laughs> wow, really pandering. He's yeah. You know, you do what you got to do. It's fine. Reduce their culture to something they lost to, and something that. Uh, <laughs> I only said that because I'm literally looking at it right now. It's like directly in front of where I'm sitting. So like, I <laughs> it is. It's right here. Ugh. <laughs> Emu, Emu Wars anyway. came out actually actually this is serendipitous Emu Wars came out exactly one year ago uh no way yeah. July 20th July, July 20th 
2020. <laughs> Nears makes no difference, man. That's that's like two days off. We'll take it. That's pretty that's good. Look at that. Pretty awesome. So, I love it. Man. <laughs> man, so we got the back catalog built up for when everyone's taking their summer weekend holidays, right? They can listen. They got everything's good. Yeah. It'll be just all available. <laughs> uh, so Aaron what updates do you have for us how's it going uh, oh not bad uh, there's a certain Shelby in the other room who is obsessed with the show Love Island uh, I don't know if you can hear the, oh no uh, hear the oh, no. amount of excitement but it sounds like someone got picked that Shelby likes so she is ec- ecstatic um, <laughs> I I had yeah I, I don't She's like, oh my gosh, Corey's part of this person. I'm like, I don't, I don't know who that is. Like, it's like, oh my god, can, go can, can you believe like, him and Samantha? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yes, he's go with it. Like, no, I can't. Like, it's crazy. He, he should have picked uh, Sally. Like, it's crazy. Um, so she's <laughs> so she's um causing a ruckus in there. Um, me. Um, so work number one. Um, has been going relatively smoothly, uh, smoothly uh, closing cases, um, getting getting the transition period ready. Um, my last day is next week. Super exciting. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of in the notion of if I just like just like leave and like just turn my stuff in, like all right, buy, like I'm fine with that. But but everyone's like, oh, we gotta have, have like a last day party, and I'm like. No, that's okay. And then they're like, well, we'll take you to Nola's, which is that super fancy um, New Orleans slash Cajun restaurant in Tulsa. And I'm like, I mean, I guess. I mean, okay, never mind. So, We're going to have a. <laughs> so that, that'll be, that'll be the, the last day next Friday. Um, work number oh, two um, already had kind of so in, in, in athletics. During summer, you know, especially summer athletics, um, you can't hold, you cannot hold like official workouts until like school actually starts. So I went yeah, down there for the yeah, I went down there whatever the Oklahoma equivalent of Misha yes. is. Uh, so I went down there yesterday or last or la- yesterday evening, um, and did kind of like some workout stuff with um, um, you know, they, they're they're close <laughs> to working on their max. Um, and weightlifting, um, to get them ready for the oh, season. Wow. Um, it's it's Dang. it's kind of weird. Um, starting kind of like a new job like this coming in, like once things are already established. Um, well, yeah. so like I just kind of like awkwardly stood around for a while, and I was like, "Do you, do you want me to like? Are you going to introduce me? You start like what? Like what do you want me?" To? And so finally, I was like, ah, "Screw it!" So I just started like taking kids to the side and like working on forms, and they're like. Wait, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm Coach Funkhouse. They're like, oh, sweet. So Aaron just started deadlifting, just like, hey, give me that bar. Like, he went straight to the straight to the hard stuff. Like, they, uh, I, I moved the cling and jerk. Moved, hey guys, let me blah. picked up a, an empty bar, which is 45 pounds. I was like, yeah, you know, this, well, is, yeah, you know, whenever you, you know, do, um, you know, a deadlift, like it looks like this, and like my back was like, what are you doing? So uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Um, so met, <laughs> like, hey, stop I met, it! I met a lot of the kids, talked to some of the other coaches, um, and it, it was a unique experience. Uh, the the after effect um, of kind of like today, there's there's certain things that you as a coach slash educator need to do 
to qualify to coach as a state. And it's things like you have to take uh, what's called a care uh, care and prevention class, uh, coaching fundamentals, health and safety, concussion protocols, um, things like that that says, hey, you know, you know, you at least know what you're doing in these certain scenarios. Uh, I started oh, yeah. um, the what am I on right now? Fundamentals of coaching. Uh, I am just now on unit three. And I started this thing at four. Ooh, um, and I'm on okay. unit three, and there's unit four, five, and six. So these are going to be a tomorrow issue. Um, okay. And that's just <laughs> it's for and that's tomorrow, just, Aaron. And that's just one one course thing. And there, there's a lot of information, like legal stuff. Um, oh, yeah. No, I bet it's huge. Like, like right? Things like that. And so I need to complete these before practice, like officially starts, which I have plenty of time. And I sort of already done a variation or version of this before. And I'm like, this will be easy. But it's like, oh, this is revamped and uh, revitalized in the year. It's that like I new, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, oh, crud. So I'm I'm slogging through it slash relearning slash educating myself um, slash preparing myself uh, for um what i'm getting myself into um eight man football is a vastly different monster um it is incredibly fast pace uh for those of you who are listening out of out of country yeah, there's uh in, in in america um there's 11 man football um but if you if you go to a very small school and you don't exactly have enough student cap population to qualify for larger sports they bump you down to eight man football which you just take 11 people and just throw some of them away and then boom you have eight man um the field is much smaller it is a faster paced game and um there in some in in eight man or in 11 man football um you know it's you know it's typical high scoring or can be high scoring things in eight man football it is vastly fast paced and there's a thing called the mercy rule which if there's a 45 oh wow like softball yeah if yeah. if there is a 45 point spread the game like uh 45 point spread before or at any time the game's over um <clears throat> which which is a good thing and also a bad thing um when i coached 11 man football that's crazy we um we we went what 2 and 8 my first year coaching 11 man football and like the games we won were either like eight to six or like 75 to nothing. But those are the only two games that we won comparative to like when we went and played like these really massive schools, which the final score was like 80 to three or like 77 to nothing. And it's like, do we have a mercy rule? No. Hey, can we just have the clock running? Okay. Awesome. So, um, no, no matter what position, if if forty five, it's either forty five or fifty points spread, the game's automatically over. Um, Whoa! So these, I'm imagining like, is it just kind of like the picture I have in my head when you say fast paced is like, you know, it's like crazy when you get to like college football teams are just like a crazy like West Coast offense, and it's just like defense optional. Like just so score as many points as fast as you can. Talking, like, is that what it's like? Talking, <laughs> He's like, just go. Talking just with going some some other eight man coaches from other schools, they're like, yeah, we don't really focus on defense because either we don't have the numbers or we don't have the 
like the like the skill positions, which either are like the really fast people. And so a lot of people are like, we just kind of focus on offense and just hope for the best on defense. And so a lot of people's philosophy turns into we're going to outscore you. Faster. Yeah, I was wondering. Like a um, yeah, yeah, pretty I'm, pretty much. So um, special teams is pretty much out of the question. Some leagues or some yeah. divisions like take um, special teams like kickoff, kick return, like out of the question. They just put it like right on a certain yard line and they just go for on, like it. the 25. Or yeah. whatever. And so. Yeah. Um, do they have like extra points special teams yeah, like field goal stuff um, typically a lot of smaller schools don't bother um, they just kind of go for it oh they yeah. just go old school just like four downs or nothing right yeah, I like much. it so it's cool um, beca- because, okay. because it is so fast paced you have to take advantage and a lot of it turns <laughs> that's true into, a lot of it turns into like you know angles are looked at much differently um you just need the kicker for like that last play of the game yeah right you just gotta have that one guy in reserve who can kick but like doesn't normally he's also playing like yeah so some other position with um thinking about it like as as of right now we have 23 players right now um yeah a lot of those kids who could play you know that that kind of dwindles down a little bit um well, yeah. at, at my other school i remember we took 14 kids to a school that had 85 kids and we just got demolished oh, so no. we, we actually have a good consistent number mostly because i'm excited of not having to like put a helmet on and like stand in place of like a kid because we had to do that at my at the other school i coached at it was like hey oh you had to be the tackling dummy so i had to like step in and be like Hey, this oh, is gross. like I'm going to be the running back, or I'm going to be the quarterback. Somebody get open, so I don't have to get hurt hurt as much. Um, this is good news. We like yeah. that. But thank you. So there, there's that. Um, it. I, I am working on kind of the um, first year teacher at this school's like forms. Like, hey, here's our insurance forms. Yeah. Um, sign this. Which I, I, if I could just like give it to somebody and have them do it for me, like I'd be like, just pick something. I'll be fine. Um, I just, I, it, I get confused and I'm just like, I just, where do you want me to sign it? I, I don't care right now. So I'm working through that. Yeah. Uh, I had to sit with like the lady who does it, like our accountant mm-hmm. bookkeeper lady. And I was like, all right, I need you to help me with this. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it, I can't. It, it is kind of a good thing that Shelby and like her, her mother in particular, particular, her mom, especially, there we go. Um, you know, she's she's a seasoned teacher, and so I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't know what this Oklahoma insurance is, and she's like, I oh, will just put this and put this here. I'm like, okay, thank you. Um, so she yeah, usually they give you like these weird options, like pick one, two, or three, but you're like, I don't understand. I don't know what does that mean. What these mean? <laughs> so I am slowly going through that. Um, nice. I have seen my classroom like once. And hey, they're like, hey, what's right. in your classroom? I'm like, oh, I have no idea. Like, I just, I was like, oh, this is like where my desk is. And like, hey, we need I don't even stuff. know where it's at. And Shelby's like, do you have a whiteboard? I'm like, I don't know. Mm, um, that's going to be important uh, for lesson delivery. Yes. You so um, you have a projector or a whiteboard or a, I have a smart whatever. board, I think. Uh, yeah, there you go. Not much else. So either this weekend or next weekend. That's all you need, man. Um, we'll be. I might be going down there and doing some sort of decorating, or at least just taking inventory. Um, start with inventory because it's going to be. I'm not going to go as ham with my classroom <laughs> as I did with my fifth graders. Um, 
this is it's pretty much going to be like very to the point. Uh, it's not yeah. it's not gonna be like bare walls or anything like that. Like I will have maps that will, I will make will make it at least look professional. It's one of those things where like what I did was like I just started with something and then every once in a while you're like oh I need this and then you get that and you add it and then you go oh I should do this and then you add that right you just kind of do it yeah and- of course that's how my brain works better anyway like I have to identify a need and then go okay that's what I need I'm really bad at like sitting down and be like what do I need do I for need? the whole thing like I'm not good at that yeah so and so I'll. I'll, I'll establish a classroom routine and this weekend for sure we'll uh, we'll be making like the first initial lesson plans because now that I know like what I'm sort of teaching um, except for they threw in like hey you might teach a, a computer class I'm like sorry what so um, <laughs> but it, it's pretty much it's all middle school and so that I can at least narrow it down I got some of the books again um i got yeah books. use those books man those actually look very similar to the same book series that my classroom has yeah and they're like mine are really old but they're a really really good baseline yeah. to follow and so and so like i'll tell you we, we you and i can talk about that later yeah it's fine we don't want to bore the listeners yeah, with this but, but like, so I, I will probably call you because and, and especially because i'll be i'll be doing six seventh and eighth um <clears throat> and and kind of having you know book wise and then classroom stuff and kind of like my own stuff um yeah that's what i do i use the book for like well never mind we'll talk about it. yeah and so i'll um <laughs> but yeah that, that's kind of what been what's my week i'm trying to finish classes i'm trying the listeners to, don't want to hear about my process it's I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to learn a whole new football system i'm literally looking at our uh quote-unquote playbook and i'm just trying to like articulating into my own words so i can understand it <laughs> Yo, what you need for eight man football? I, I just decided you need to find one like really athletic kid to be a safety, and just yeah, like right. boom, blow it up everything. No, nobody's passing over here. Bam, get out. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you want to run over here? Bam, you're done. Like that's what you need. You just need like a person in that like strong safety yeah. position. Boom, or whatever the eight man equivalent is called. I, I, I it's have. pretty much the same thing. Just take away like three positions. Um, I'll be doing running backs and linebackers, which linebackers yeah. are easy. However, I've never played running back, and so I am learning a lot as I go. But I mean, it's pretty much cover the points, shoulder down, go for it. That's what you guys. <laughs> Here's a video on Adrian Peterson and or Jim Brown. Go. Yes. Um, yes. So. No, only the '70s running backs like Franco Harris. Just like here, just run, run everyone over. Blap. <laughs> But we, I, I, I met I, sweep, I, power, boom. There you go. I met, I met a lot of the kids yesterday, and at at first I was kind of in my own head. Um, starting at a new school, meeting like new kids, sure. you know, like off the first bat, I was kind of free out. But like then I met some of like the kids, like I'll be coaching directly, and they're like, "Dude, like we're excited for you to be here," and like, oh, and okay. then jumping into it. So try so transitioning from the department learning a whole new system, trying to take these enjoyable um, classes, um, <laughs> trying to come up with a lesson plan, and then trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my room, um, all before August 12th. So it's... Uh, Is that when your school starts? So I have to be there for our first meetings slash first practice August 9th. And then school starts, okay. boom, August 12th. Yo, really? Yeah. Whoa. And... <clears throat> It, it oh is, my god! It is an hour drive from where I it fifty six minutes. Um, 
yeah from where i live so in early in the morning it's actually a pretty pretty chill drive pretty chill um, yeah when I was coming home the other day, like I hit Tulsa at like five o'clock traffic. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. So oh, no. um, once once school gets out and once we have practice, that time from a point, a point later. A to yeah. Tulsa, it'll be a little bit later. And especially on Friday nights, um, especially if we if I if the game goes really quickly and it gets over really quickly, oh, true. Um, I'll get home at a pretty relatively decent time. Um, <laughs> but Man, I don't mind the drive. It gives me time to think and just kind of vibe and chill. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not going to enjoy getting up that early. I got. I got to adjust to that pretty quickly. So, yeah. But yeah, that's, that'd be interesting. That, that's what. That's what Aaron's that's, been going on. That's crazy. Like our. I'm not to. I'm not rubbing salt or anything, but like. Yeah, like there's salt. Our first teacher meetings are, and the first day of school are like two over two weeks apart. <laughs> like. We have like two weeks of professional development before school starts. Oh yeah. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we come in, we do some meetings, we have like time to start working on stuff. I just have to go up and dig out all my stuff and be like, oh yeah, my first unit is this. <laughs> Boom, here it is. Kaboom. Like, yeah, we have a lot more time. I'm sorry about that. That's crazy. Well, so we so next week, um, we'll have the kind of like the workouts Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then on the uh, third and fourth, there's like some sort of kids camp. And then there's some sort of other practice. And then on uh, August 6th, we have pictures uh, for picture uh, for Uh for sports pictures and stuff. So um, I'll be I'll be either. Yeah, maybe afterwards I'll sneak in your room for a little bit, do a little bit of something. And I mean, I'll I'll probably end up doing that just to get just get down there and early yeah. and so that that's kind of my plan just kind of to see see what i have here slash what do i need to purchase myself um and then kind of just go and fixerate my room and kind of hope for the best so <clears throat> nice that's crazy but yeah but it'd be good yeah my recommendation would be uh just don't like don't plan super far ahead for everything just do a couple things yeah right then you get in the vibe and then at least for me it becomes once you're in the mode it's a lot easier yeah. to plan out you're like oh i need to do this blam got it i need to do this boom i had this great idea boom like, yeah <clears throat> and so that that's kind of that's kind of where i'm i'm at right now is just coming up with with some things to um to hold over for if i can get like the first like month down i think i'll be fine because i know i know that'll be subject to change so yeah yeah that's a pretty good even if you have like a vague idea like even if it's not planned all out directly like that'd be good yeah so that's a lot though man busy busy next three weeks (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Oi. Colin, moving up north, what's up with you up there? What's going other than finding any truck you can possibly discover? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what have you been up to? We've been spending a lot more time at the pool recently. And so I did see yes. that. So uh, Lillian has <laughs> become very brave and very bold. 
Olympic diver big, is what she's diver. become. Like and <laughs> it was absolutely adorable. So I, I missed the first part of that, but Megan retold <clears throat> it and said that Lillian came over to the diving board and Noah wanted to be over to watch his sister. So he ran over, got his little floaty boat thing, put it on, and then scooted and kicked all the way across the pool, got himself underneath Whoa. the little buoy line, and waited in the deep end, just hanging out, watching Billy oh, dive over and, Lord. over and over again. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he was like, not going to be left alone. <laughs> so, um, uh, he he ran over there. It was so funny. Um, he That's really, great. Really enjoyed watching her. So, um, other than that, and so it, so she's been so she's been doing really good with with um, with the uh, with swimming, and both of them have been giving like really really confident. And I think it's helped that she. Um, or that we've been seeing a lot more of their friends from school there recently. Oh so, yeah, at the pool. Yeah, yeah. The pool. So they like have a better connection than oh, other yeah. places because um, they immediately they oh yeah this they know people there. Yeah, yeah. it gives them something to go talk to, even though might even though they don't a lot of times. Um, <laughs> they. Just, but yeah, you can still like wave. Hey, what? Even though they're like the hey, watch this. Like you know, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're uh, so that's been really good, it's been really fun. I've been really enjoying the evenings. And the other bonus here is whenever the kids go and spend three, three and a half hours at the pool, uh, they sleep amazing. <laughs> hey, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Uh, I always remember that after doing a lot of swimming when I was younger, like I would be like just so incredibly hungry and tired. Right. It's like <laughs> the most hungry, like I ever was, was after like lots of swimming. Like, Oh my, I'm literally starving to death right now. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> no, I mean, that was the thing. Like we, uh, we went to eat one, one night after they had done swimming and um uh the kids like just absolutely demolished a normal order that they <clears throat> hardly ever finished and so we were like oh but oh, oh right yes oh that's right that we need to <laughs> <laughs> we were exercising i forgot <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the kids like just just tore through it and they looked at us and they were like we're still hungry and we we're like oh, sorry <laughs> where's the rest dad come on so, <laughs> oh but that was so that's been good and um we've also uh lillian uh big news lillian tested into first grade officially Whoa! So, hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little Chica is skipping kindergarten. Wow! There we go. Ah. <laughs> uh, we we, ha- Good, great. we had her assessed, and they were like, "Yeah, she's she's either going to be." So this was the this was there was a lot of things that went into this, but um, she was either going to be 
both the the oldest and the most advanced in kindergarten, and she would be the only girl in a class of five. Um, oh or, no! Yeah, or she's going to be one of the younger students, but more on par with the people in her co in in that in first grade. And yeah, um, we we talked with the the instructors and with the principal, and they were all fine with allowing her to move into first grade uh, with the yeah. idea that um, obviously we're going to be involved and working on doing any catch up or staying communicating with the teachers to make sure everything's moving on track. But yeah, they were like, yeah, like, no, that's, that's totally fine with us. Um, because I don't know if I told you guys this process, but we went in to get her assessed. And when we went originally, we we're going to go do this. They were like, you know, how old is she? And five. Um, but I said, I said, but she'll be six in the fall. And so at first they were just going to do the first grade assessment. And then they were like, but wait, when is her uh, birthday? And I told yeah. them, and it says September. And they're like, oh, well, since she's not sick by the start of the school year, we can't put, we're not going to put her in first grade. And yeah. I was like, by a few weeks? Are you serious? I was. I, not that I was frustrated. Yeah, it's a real weird, like, hardcore thing. They get really hardcore about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden they were like, yeah. I was like, okay. So they were like, okay, we're just going to do the kindergarten. And stuff. And I was like, whatever. Well, we get there, and she's like, it'll take an hour. I'm like, okay. Like, that's kind of long for a five-year-old, but whatever. Whatever we got to do. Um, um, and turns out they did the first grade so they did the kindergarten assessment they did the first grade assessment and then they did a partial second grade assessment okay to see where she is on the okay it took an hour and at an hour and 45 minutes i said we're done because lillian did not get a break she did not get a snack Nothing took place. There was nothing. She came running out to me saying, I have to be really bad. I gotta be, I gotta be, I gotta be. And I was like, well, of course, <laughs> of course you do. It was an hour and 45 minutes and you would have gone over. You would have hit two hours. And so when they got, it gave back some of the score, I was, I kept asking, and when did they give that assessment? Because my idea was, if you give an assessment of a five-year-old at a second grade level, and it is at the end of an hour and 45 marathon, hour and 45 minute marathon. Um, I'm going to basically add between five and 10% onto whatever you tell me or more. Uh, like they had, uh, we're reading stories and then doing like recall and comprehension of story. And I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. No. Me burned out. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that was stupid. <laughs> you don't get to do that <laughs> at, at an hour and a half in. To the assessment like that's that's not okay <laughs> so you know because at first they're like well you know she was kind of you know one thing was lower on this and that we would have liked to see and i was like yeah but also you did that you were doing math at, at an hour and 20 minutes into this i think we can assume 
She sat there quietly paying attention and trying. <clears throat> I think she's going to do just fine in classroom there, miss. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm probably turning into one of those annoying parents. Uh, you, that, that did sound a little bit like uh, one of those. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, ser- seriously, you come in and you sat, okay, sit down a sixth, sixth grader and ask them to sit still for almost two hours. Oh, no, that's, that's like, impossible. Yeah. That's why and then, that's why we during map testing, we have like we always do like here's the first session and they're like. It depends on which test they're taking, but the, you know, they get as much time until they're all done. Right. That's what it is. But they give you an estimated time. It's like, okay, 30 to 40 minutes. But there's like three sessions. So we do one session and then we're done for like at least half an hour. Right. We're out. We're doing something else. We're taking a break. We're doing. But, and then we come back to the next one. Right. And then we go. Yeah. We, you have to build in those break times. And then, you know, we, we, we also don't test back to back days. Right, because we have we have to do a CA or a communication arts test and a math test, right? But we will not test like Wednesday, Thursday. Sure, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's like like you're talking about. Like that means your Thursday scores are just going to be terrible, yeah. <laughs> right? No, you want to do like Tuesday, Thursday. Yes, right? Or like ideally, what you want to do is like Tuesday next tuesday yeah. right that's what you, you want you're right you want something like that so you can really spread them out yeah but no and this is like this all totally makes sense to me and i was just kind of like staring at these people being like well how are you not getting this um so anyway but uh it wasn't as if it was like she scored like a 60 percent, and i was over there being like oh you're gonna let her in it was like she scored a 91 percent. And they were, and it was like, yeah, no, she obviously can get in for at first grade level. Oh, it's going to be fun, <laughs> right? That's what <laughs> we were dealing with here. I was just pushing back on the connotation of like, well, she, you know, we're going to have to work on her paying attention skills, whatever. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, at ninety minutes, yeah. uh, you have to work on my paying yeah, attention exactly. skills, I, right? Like that's what. <laughs> no, seriously, after ninety minutes, you know what I was doing. I was I was walking in the gymnasium counting ceiling tiles trying to stay active and Oh no. <laughs> My 5-year-old was doing math. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> like it's like you were both doing math technically. It's fine. This is true. This is true. But I was just like, uh, <laughs> do you watch me pacing and counting the tiles and then like multiplying the dashed lines on the things so that I could keep my brain from consuming itself? I was bored. <laughs> It's it gets real bad when you start counting edges. Nice. That's what I do. I start counting like edges of things. Yeah. Uh but then I have this like real bad problem. I have to subdivide it into like a multiple of five or an even number. And so I'm like looking about how I can deconstruct things into the line segments and nice. <laughs> it's a problem. Nice. Uh <laughs> I'll really, I've been getting a lot better at it. I used to like compulsively do it, but like huh. been getting better. But I will like sit, I will look at like a bookshelf, mm-hmm. and I will just start segmenting the bookshelf into line segments nice. and like counting edges and like spaces and how yeah. that constructs together. You always found all the triangles in those pictures, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> that makes, makes a lot of sense. On long road trips, I would uh, I would count the line dashes in a quarter mile and then multiply it because you, you, know, you get the you know, the yard the uh, mile markers, but they're every quarter mile Whoa. in some places. Yeah, and so I would count the line dashes, multiply it by the multiply it by how many per mile I got, and then I would see how many more miles we had left in the trip to see how many uh line dashes were going to be for the rest of the way home. I would not do that. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, got to do what you got to do. So anyway, I did that thing, which I didn't know anyone else did until I read it on the internet somewhere. But like, you imagine there's like some a person or you like riding next to the car on like a motorcycle or a bicycle and like doing tricks over like fences jumping from tree to tree and like oh, yeah. power lines yeah I did that. Yeah, yeah yeah i would do that I, I don't like extreme tony hawk style though you're like on the fence post and you're on the thing and i would do that i didn't know people did that yeah, at all isn't that, isn't that a weird and like, then i read somebody else was i was read online somewhere someone was talking about how they did that i was like what 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 do you mean <laughs> weird that that's such a weird like no way commonality that people have of like you imagined an imaginary person running from branch to branch and from tree to, and from fence post to fence post. Yeah, and you never told anybody. <laughs> Why would you? And someone else also did the same thing. You're like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's definitely like the start of a movie of like, they were all dreaming of little green men. And <laughs> <laughs> they all had the same dream every night. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think that's in the Silmarillion somewhere. They have the same dream, but they don't tell each other, right? Forever. It's all that. It's a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do on road trips. Like, just mindlessly stare at the window. Or I would do math, like, I would, uh, like, try to calculate how long it would get, like, take to get to places at current miles per hour based on, like, that, the mile sign you know, that you saw yeah. like, okay, well we're going like 65 miles an oh. hour and that place is like 20 miles away. So I would try to like mentally calculate like mental math, like how about how many minutes it would take to get to those places. Yeah. I do that. I still do that. Like, <laughs> well, I think that's, I, I think that there's a lot of, of, uh, just general, I want to say, but like, you really get good at rounding and guesstimating. I feel like with those kind of problems, because you start picking up on patterns and going, okay, if it was like that, for 17 minutes, this, this and blah, blah. And you kind of work your way through. Yeah. That's what you do. It's you're like, it's going to be because you like, are just sort of like factoring in your head almost kind of, it's like, well, it's going to be like 15 and then something else. So like about, you know, 17 18 minutes right that's what you kind of do in your head you kind of come up with these ways of trying to figure out like just the time based on current speed you know so yeah i still do that question (laughs) for you missile math 27 plus 48 how do you do that how do i do it i do 7 plus 8 and then 20 plus 40 and then add them together man how do you do that uh i aaron are you there yep oh how how do you do that don't do math okay 
good. You know, you, you don't. Aaron pulls out his phone. <laughs> I I do. Um, twenty and forty, seven and seven plus one. Oh well, yeah, that's how I would probably do. <clears throat> yeah, because that's how I would do seven and eight. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Because seven and eight, I know seven seven is fourteen plus one more is fifteen, and then I would just add that to the sixty for seventy five. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I just I- yeah, I usually go by known. Yeah. Like your double value, right? I know that about myself. Like I usually go by my doubles values. So like if I have a number, like especially the one offs, like, well, how do you add like, you know, six and seven? Like, uh, six plus six and one more. Right. That's what I, <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I, some, I was, I saw it flash across on my Facebook page and uh, it was interesting to see how people broke it down. Some people were like, Oh, well I'm going to do, some people did like 25 and a, I don't, I, there were totally weird answers to me that just like didn't make sense for how I, for how I process. Well, you're still breaking it into, you're still deconstructing. Yes. It was just right. how just the doing. numbers that they deconstructed to was like, oh, that's weird. And like, so, oh, so what it, somebody was like, oh, easy. I would just add 30 plus 50 minus five. And I was like, Oh well, yeah, I guess okay. that. You know, uh, I stay away from subtraction, but okay. I, <laughs> Very... I never would have thought to do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> unless it was closer. Yeah, right. I will do that if it's like a closer value. But if it's like five or more, I'm not going to subtract. I generally only subtract if it's like if it's going to be within four. Right. That's kind of what I think I would do mentally. We talked about that in summer school, right? We were talking about. But at the beginning, we're doing like multiplication, just practice. And so, like the first day, I was like, "Go, mm. done. Just here's the math sheet. Boom. You know, like this times like this like it was like some number of problems. I was like, just do it. We'll have time. Whatever. <clears throat> the next day, after we did that, I was like, all right. So, how do you do a problem that you don't know the answer to? Yeah. Boom. If you don't know it, if you don't know, like. If you don't have it memorized, like if you don't know seven times six, how do you figure it out? What do you do? And we had in my room, there was, well, I don't know how many people were in there. Uh, there was, we came up with four strategies right. to find unknown things, you know? So it was, it's pretty good. I was like, okay. I left them all up on the board. I wrote examples of how to do like the same math problem, but with each four strategies. I was like, today, when you get to those ones you don't know, Try one of these. <clears throat> so they were kind of practicing like different ways that maybe that might help them to do that. But that is a weird, you're right. That is a strange thing that there are like 700,000 ways to get the same answer. <laughs> and that's what drove me crazy about like seventh grade math specifically <clears throat> was all the like, no, that's wrong. You can't do this. Like, but it's the, I have to could have talk about your- get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the old, yes. you know, that's the old uh, way of thinking. Yeah, it's one way, right? Like everyone's gonna do it because that, that gets it. Yeah, whether that jive follow the steps and you're the way the way you think or not, <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yeah, and I think that that's another <clears throat> thing that people like. 
there's a there's a disconnect when you're talking about like modern education like discourse right like like oh well you can't just do it that way you're like yeah yeah i know we we don't do it anymore why are you shouting i'm sorry that you're i'm sorry that your seventh grade math was also bad but we're we we do not do it like that anymore <laughs> like i don't i don't know we get <laughs> so like you know people shouting like when was the last time you were in a math classroom mm. oh yeah a long time ago yeah. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> yeah but it's important to think about different ways to do things and i think that's a good skill that translates to other like all other things right when you're not not just schoolwork or math what do you think about, you know, basically the problem solving in general? <clears throat> Just the ability to be like, uh, I need to try it this way. Boom. That didn't work. What about this way? <laughs> well, and I think, I think what's really key there, because I know for me, uh, when they would start teaching multiple ways to solve, I would get overwhelmed because then I'd try and memorize each possible way to solve certain kind of problems. But I think I think what is the biggest takeaway there is that just knowing there are multiple ways, and that that, yeah. is, that that if you can, it's okay to try different ways and different systems if you don't know it, because you know if you're like, well, this is the only way I know how to do it, and I can't get the right answer, or I'm not getting anywhere. It's like, going, well, no, there are multiple ways, so I can step back and try something different. Yeah, I think that's really. Big. I mean, I. I had that specific thing happen uh, at probably middle school. We're going to go seventh grade. I don't know if it was or not. But like I was doing math, right? And I I did have dad help me with my math homework. And he's like, oh, you do it like this. And I looked at it like, what? What? What What are you talking about? I was going to give an example of working with dad as well. So this is, this works. That's same. I had that experience, right? Of like, what do you mean you do it like that? That's the what? <laughs> yeah. Here, let's have an engineer show you exactly how to do this. Right. Who's got? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. In theory, it sounds like a good person to have ask you for math. You know, the person whose math is literally their job. Uh, like <laughs> but, but when the teacher's like, um, that's nice. Um, what I'm actually trying to, the reason I'm teaching this process is because I'm trying to teach like a fundamental principle of mathematics. And it, when you don't do this process, you won't get that principle. So stop using the Well, <laughs> I feel like they should say that to their students, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of teachers, like they don't tell their students that. They won't be like, hey, I am teaching you right now this thing that we're doing is basically the first step for solving algebraic equations. Right. We don't call it that yet. But that's what we right. And that makes the kids be like, oh yes. You see the picture. Okay. I understand now. I know why I'm doing it. You know, you know I what think, I mean? Like I, it makes a more sense. If you can't give them that, even if it's like, hey, this is a step to yeah. something else. That's I good. didn't get that. But like, oh, go ahead. Brandon. 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 Oh, my 
mic Hello. is no good. It's a no good boss. How about now? Ah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> My internet just died for a minute. <laughs> anyway, what I was saying, what I was getting ready to say, yeah, was uh, <clears throat> to put this in an analogy that I love. I love analogy. Uh, when when you have people walk into a room, like at school, you don't look at their shoes and go, "You tied your shoe wrong." I'm sorry. You tied your shoe incorrectly. Get out of my classroom. Right. Like there are, there are many ways to tie a shoe. Again, I didn't know this until I looked it up one time because we we're making an instructional video. Uh, and I, we watched like four and every single one was a different way to tie a shoe. And we were all like, wait, what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it gets the job done. Your shoe is tied. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Chill. Yeah. Well, you mentioned it'd be nice if teachers brought you in on kind of the learning process. I didn't, I didn't get that until it was algebra in high school. Right? That's when you do algebra. Um, that, yes. Right. Yeah. And I remember we were learning some concept, and he's like, and um, the teacher was like, "Now, next week, I'm going to show you something, so you don't have to do any of this." And you'll never have to do math like this again. But I'm getting you through this <laughs> because it's going to make more sense next week when we are when we do the more when we do the different version. I was like, oh, well, it's kind of like that moment of like a flash before my eyes of every single math class of just like going of every time. It was like, oh, things make a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's. <laughs> I don't know. This I'm very passionate about this particular subject. Uh, like people are afraid of math. Yeah. Right. Imagine if you sat down your first day of art class, they showed you a Monet and like paint that. Mm-hmm. Right. You're yeah. gonna be like, uh, no, I'm out. <laughs> what they do in art class is you start off by learning like little tiny bitty pieces. Like different techniques, different brushstrokes, different whatever, and then you build up until all of a sudden you can do things like that, right? But in art, you know the end goal, mm-hmm. and in math, like nobody tells you the end goal, right? right? It's not until you're sitting in an economics class and you're looking at this graph and you go, "Oh my gosh, that's a quadratic function! Holy cow, what like?" <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you're like, oh, I have no idea. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> like nobody can tell you what it's for. Yeah, I mean, there were there were times where concepts. It's like so compartmentalized. It really is. Where it wasn't until I was doing like full on like population modeling and dynamics, where you we had quadratic functions, but each one was a different component about like the life history mm-hmm. of an organism. Yeah, that where it was like wow, this would have been actually very helpful to think of it in these terms back in high school. <laughs> because yeah. each, all of a sudden, each component has a lot more meaning other than a seven. Or a five. Yeah, and it's, it, and it's weird because you do that in literally every other subject. Right? In like, ag shop, you go, hey, 
this bearing is important because if this bearing doesn't work, it totally throws off this other part in this motor. So these bearings have to function and roll properly. Here you go. Okay. So if I fix the bearings, it'll be fine. Right. Boom. Done. <clears throat> if you're in geography class, right. And you don't know the cardinal directions of the compass, but you can like clearly see that that is helpful to reading maps and like understanding how things work. Right. But like, they don't, nobody clues you into the math part. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's because it's, people are afraid of it. And then like <clears throat> number two, like no, nobody told the, some of the teachers either. No. Right. That's the other problem. Yeah. Right. Nobody told them. So they can't tell you. <laughs> so like, it's kind of a thing, right? Like, right. They're just oh no. Teaching the numbers because they need to teach numbers because they teach numbers. You know, and that's not necessarily their fault, right? But that's that's kind of what happens, right? Especially in elementary school, right? I've said this before to people at work: like nobody teaches third grade to be a math teacher, mm-hmm. right? All the people that really want to teach math are teaching high school math, right? That's what they, that's what they're doing. So it's it's really hard to set their foundation for them. Third grade, you know what I mean. This is hard. This is a difficult one. I was gonna have another thought, and it left me. Oh, I do that in science all the time, right? We'll be talking, and I'll be like, "All right, you don't need to know too much about this because this is some like chemistry stuff." All right, I'm gonna give you a little taste of it right now, but know that you don't really have to understand how this works because it's gonna you'll you'll learn more about it later. It's fine. <laughs> Like, here's some little introductory sauce. This, what you're doing right now, is chemistry. This, what you're doing right now, is biology. Right? This, what you're doing right now, is physics. Right? These are little sprinkles about what it's all about later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it kind of gives them the door. Some of the kids think that's really... In sixth grade, some kids think that's really cool. They're like, oh, hey. I learned a little bit of chemistry today. Boom. What's up? Right. <laughs> Other kids don't care at all. But like some kids are like, oh, that's a neat, you know. <clears throat> so hopefully later when they take chemistry, or they'll be like, oh, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. It's the goal. I don't know if it works or not, but it's the goal. <laughs> but it clues them into the process. And I think that's always important to be transparent as far as like, because it helps set expectations as far as like where you are, where we're taking you. And then how that's going to look. And I actually brought that exact same up. I did, did a in, uh, informal exit interview today uh, with just some feedback to my supervisor and other people. And that was one thing that I had mentioned of like, you know, a lot of the skills and technical knowledge that somebody requires for the job, you don't learn with a degree. You don't learn in a lot of different aspects. So it's a lot of on the job training and in-house stuff and something that they don't have in place that I encouraged them to do was a basically a timeline for independence for new people that come in of like, how are you going to assess that person for the skills that they need for the job? And how are you going to train them? And then how are you going to communicate to that person? And then do check up with them to make sure that they're progressing. Oh yeah. Right. Because we have that boss, at school. And my boss was like, Oh, yeah, no, we that makes like total sense. Like their plan was basically just to kind of like 
mentor me until it was kind of okay. And they felt comfortable letting me go off on my own. But I'd been there going on three years and I had never once done a site visit by myself. And not bitter by that or really frustrated. And that has nothing to do with why I'm leaving. And so I had to stress that for them of like, look, I'm just telling you, like, this is something that I saw in the process of, of me developing in this position and learning skills that I think maybe the next person should have a, a slightly different experience. I was kind of fine with it. They might not be. So this is just for a heads up because then it also helped the teachers know of like, or in this case, my supervisor and coworker of like, yeah, where is Colin? Where is this person that we're bringing in? So I know how to treat them and how to present information. Because if you don't have that, it's just like a classroom. Exactly. Where if you don't have that process, if you don't have these procedures in place where you're not checking and you're not doing assessments and you're not letting the person try things on their own, nobody's learning and nobody's growing. And all you're doing is getting this like weird, sick codependencies that bring together and nobody's happy. <laughs> so like, true. I was like, you know, and, and she was like extremely thankful uh, for that kind of feedback. Uh, and <clears throat> I was really one of the only ones to give, but it was just very, very interesting for me to, when she was like, you know, if you have some stuff you'd like to share, um, anytime, let me know. And then I thought about it for about a week. And then today I was like, yeah, I, I, I came up with this one thing that I really think procedurally is really going to help who is ever in this position do a lot more. Uh, and you, you guys as well. No, that's good. That's, I mean, that's what I was going to ask Aaron. Does your uh, new school, do they have like a mentor program? I mean, sort of. Um, no, I definitely understand where Colin's coming from when talking about like, you know, you don't really, you learn a lot of things definitely out in the field. Um, and there, there's a lot of stuff that like, you don't, you don't learn, especially with a college degree, especially with, with what I do or what I'm leaving um, with DHS, because I remember in training, now there's a whole state sponsored training program called core. And in earlier episodes, so you hear me complaining about it, but they, many, many episodes, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people that go through and like, I'm going to be a social worker when I get done and I learn this, that, and the other. And then when you get into this job, it's like, none of that prepared me to what I'm going to see or what I'm going to deal with. And I mean, there, there is no real training for that until like you're actually out in the field. But like, I'm also talking about things like how to actually document um, you know, like affidavits, how to, you know, document your reports, you know, how to make referrals to places. You don't learn that until you are either with someone or you like ask someone or you're completely on your own. Um, with how I did it was when I was going through core and when I was, you know, back working on my individual training, I would ask people and I would go out with them on cases. Um, and be like, hey, I'm going to, you know, let me document this for you. And, you know, I, I had people there with me, like, and it was easier because I was, we were actually in the office, but it became more difficult after the fact, especially for the new people that came in following me. Um, a perfect case now of is we have these two workers um, who individually are going to be awesome, but they're kind of, kind of in a weird boat because there's a lot of people leaving our particular region. Um, and all they did was that they went out with one person and because I, you'd get in trouble if you would request them and be like, Hey, I'm taking this person out. Like, well, why are you doing that? Well, be, because they asked me and I, you know, 
they need to learn how to do this particular kind of case. Um, but they only learned from one person and that only person would just be like, you're following with me. You're not talking and we're just doing uh, this. And so when I finally, when I finally got a hold of them, they're like, Oh yeah, we had no idea how to do that. And I, there are several times where I had to be on zoom or, um, or on teams program, like walking through with people, how to document, you know, how to articulate what you saw or what you wrote into a certain kind of form and kind of all of this stuff. And it kind of was heartbreaking because like, you know, we, we have these people that are that had so much potential, but they're already going to be ruined by either this one person or the lack of support um, from higher administration because they're like, oh, you know, why is this person struggling? Well, they're struggling because they don't have they never had that help and they were literally handheld through everything and was never learned how to do it themselves and then you just drop them off with you know a case with you know six you know six to twelve children and you know six potential parents and you know like and of course they're going to struggle so with with what colin is saying i completely understand and have have seen firsthand um as far as my school goes now i have no idea um (laughs) i just found out last week that i may be teaching computers um and uh with some of the coaches they don't teach my same subject area and kind of where my classroom is i'm kind of by myself um which historically speaking from my other school um i kind of would have preferred because i had people like teachers like constantly coming into my class to need something but never to really help so um, with this meeting on the 9th, I am going to attach myself to someone, um, if they like it or not, um, to kind of be like, hey, what is, where, where can I do policy? Like, hey, how does, you know, how does this fit on this schedule? Like, hey, what do you do for this? And yeah, I'm going to bug the heck out of them. Um, I, I envision Aaron coming up and slapping a pair of uh, handcuffs on them going, you're my friend now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just handcuffed together. All right, let's do it. Like, All right, rock it. What? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just gonna sit next to them, not say a word, and then just like kind of follow them and let them kind of gather the information. Like, oh, you're with me now. So there you go. Um, well, I know like a lot of schools now they have like um like we have an she's an educational like coach, mm-hmm. and, and her job is to work with um every everybody with five or less years experience. Uh, and just like anybody that asks for the, her help to come in and talk about like lesson, lesson design, classroom management, discipline, school policy, like all that kind of stuff. Just like anything that you need to kind of like help with, you know, that's what she does. And, you know, and, she has time during her day. Well, she'll just come in and just watch your class. She'll just like watch you deliver a lesson and just be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's, you try this, you know, like, did you think about these things? Like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. Like, so you know that's a, that's one bonus if they have someone like that but even if it's just like other teachers in that same grade level mm-hmm. you know like other people that are teaching sixth and seventh grade you know just being like hey uh what can you tell me about this thing or this discipline policy or whatever like have that kind of communication is really helpful yeah and it, and it kind of sounds it, part of the other thing that i kind of got in my own head the other day is that you know, kind of feeling that I was kind of like the last picked 
and in late to the into the situation of you know kind of that struggling to stay afloat kind of feel. Um, I, I, I it was kind of the same way at my other school. I was like, oh hey, here's this new guy. All right, bye. Um, here there's there's a little bit more support from administration. Um, you know, talking with them directly, texting them, calling them directly. Um, they're more open to it. Um, it is it is a significantly smaller school, so as far as like extra resources to a lot to an individual that could well, yeah. spend that time, um, I, I'm not sure it's there. But uh, well, it might not even I, be an administrator, right? Sometimes yeah. they do that. And so um, I asked. I think I asked the superintendent, who's who's one of the who's one of the other athletic coaches. I was like, if you can like just come and sit in my classroom or just like do things like one on one before school starts, he's like. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's fine. Um, so that's kind of that is a really big support. Right, cool. Um, that's good. But as far as like an individual that does that, um, but yeah, because I'll probably just find some teacher to force to be my friend and <laughs> and learn things like that way. But I no, mean, it's important. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. That's that'd be good. To, uh, yeah. So let's now the follow up. Who have you claimed as your own? Like <laughs> this is this is my friend. well and it's nice to just even if they don't teach the same thing right like i have like my she's moving classrooms i'm very mad at her but she's like so like my teacher neighbor right yeah so i would just go over there sometimes like hey i had this idea tell me what you think about it like i want to do this thing uh tell me if this is a dumb idea or not (laughs) and just sort of like lay it out for her and she could be like oh yeah that's good but you should probably do this like oh oh yeah that's a good point i should do that too like you know it's nice to have someone else just bounce ideas off of even if they're not teaching the same subject or anything but yeah that the other thing that he said that kind of hit home a little bit was like you got to get out of your head and i i say that as someone who's in my head like super hardcore like i still really suffer with some like imposter syndrome almost it feels like i'm like ah I know, because like I got an email the other day. They're like, "We want you to be on the building leadership committee," and I was like, "Why? Why? Like, <laughs> why would you want that? Are you sure? That sounds like a terrible idea." <laughs> like, you know, because I've been my whole head about that stuff. Like, I don't, you don't really want me to do that, right? Like, that doesn't. I can't do that. You know what I mean? So, like, that's just a thing that everybody struggles with in some way. I think so. It'd be all right. Hopefully that'll be helpful and help you cope with yeah. some of this, especially this first couple of weeks. This will be rough. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be good though. So, yeah. All right. Well, we've wandered to and fro as usual. Uh, as yes, as, as we do, per, as per the show <laughs> mandated in our charter. Yes, it is in the. Uh, in the charter, so that's we fine. We wander, so you listeners don't have to. Yeah, wow, yet, yet, we love you, Australia. Oh man, well, you guys enjoy the rest of the evening, and uh, you too. Um, you as well. Do this again. All right. Yeah, great. Love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.